0: As we wrap up Women's History Month, the tables have been turned on me for today. So I'm very honored. My sister graciously said, I will go ahead and interview you. But before we get started, I want to tell you about this awesome lady, because we are talking about ladies that rock and are out there doing the thing. My sister, Lashana Harn, is a retired Air Force Master Sergeant. While serving, she was in charge of a resident training program, ensuring young dental officers were fully trained during their early Air Force years. Additionally, she expertly ran vital programs such as preventive dentistry, infectious control, and records and reception. She ended her career as a senior non-commissioned officer, proudly and honorably serving for 20 years. She truly is a woman that rocks, but I'm so happy She flipped the script on me and interviewed me on today. So you'll learn a little bit more about me, why I do what I do, and we'll have some fun and sister chat along there as well. Happy end of Women's History Month. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Runners University Women's Guide to Running After 35. And we are continuing on our journey of interviewing women during Women's History Month. And we're flipping the script today. We're gonna to turn the mic towards myself. I have my wonderful sister here, Lashana Harn, who is going to interview me on today. So this should be exciting. Hopefully, she doesn't go on here and get to revealing too many sister secrets <laughs> or family stories on here today. But we'll see how it goes. Thank you for joining me, Lashana. How are well- you doing?
1: Good, thanks, sister, for having me. It's such a, a pleasure uh, to be a part of this, and you know, getting to uh, flip the script on you. you. You're so good at taking care of the rest of us. It's, it's I'm excited uh, for your audience to learn a little bit more about Dr. Tisha. So, um, so my first question is, I guess, I guess I'll say, I know as your big sister and watching you in high school um, running and going to state. And, you know, it's a story my husband and I love to tell how you were at the state track tournament and finish your final meet. And, you know, were police escorted to the helicopter pad and flown all the way back to uh, your high school graduation just to miss it. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I've just always seen you, um, as, uh, you know, definitely committed to fitness and, um, you know, you're running and then also watching you um, play basketball. But um, I think, you know, we would love to know what what's a little bit about your own running and, and health journey, how you got to the point that this became a passion for you of helping women over the age of 35. Um, I think, I guess
0: kind of go back into a little bit of that story, I guess, fit Finishing the story that you (laughs) that that you started. Don't want to keep people hanging, but yes, I missed my high school graduation. Uh, I had the opportunity to run in the Indiana State track and field um state uh meet. And probably a few weeks before graduation, I had, you know, said, okay, I made it to state. And I was thinking, okay, I'm really not that fast. I'm really not going to be ranked that high. No big deal. State meet was on the same night as our high school graduation. But then come to find out, I was actually ranked third in the state for the 200 meters. And then our four by one re- relay team um, was actually, I believe, in the top eight. So there were two different events that we had made it for for the relay team, which I was the, uh, the anchor, the last leg on that. And then I made it there for the 200. So during that time period, there was actually a big to do kind of within the city within where I was uh, born and raised in Kokomo, uh, actually on the radio, local radio station. They were like, "Hey, is she going to run in the track meet?" You know, I was at a gas station, and people would ask me, "Hey, are you going to run in the meet?" And I wasn't going to. Then I said, "Oh man, I'm kind of placed high." So what happened was that I had a contact with one of my old AAU coaches with one of the energy companies in 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 Kokomo, and they had access to a helicopter. So it was come to find out that they had set up. For me to be able to go from the track meet, which was in Indianapolis, Indianapolis to Kokomo is about an hour. So, and my other, uh, there's another senior on our team that was in the relay, but the relay was earlier in the meet. So, what happened is uh, my other teammate got a police escort to drive back to Kokomo after we did the relay. And then I stayed for the 200 and actually got a helicopter, got hopped in a helicopter. So, I literally ran off of the, 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 literally the track. I ended up did place in <laughs> third in the state. I still had my track spikes on my track uniform, <laughs> ran off of the track, hopped in the car. We drove to the one of the helipads in downtown Indianapolis. got in a helicopter, flew back to Kokomo. Then from there, got in police escort downtown to graduation. All of that to say there was a 10 mile per hour headwind that slowed us down in the helicopter and I missed my high school graduation. So when I got there, it was over. So all my pictures, I'm like shaking the principal's hand, no one in the crowd. <laughs> and yeah. underneath my gown, I had my track uniform. <laughs> I had my track uniform underneath my gown. So that was the exciting day for uh, my high school graduation. So the first graduation I was able to go to was my college one. So I did go to two other graduations after that. But well, I yes, think one of the main. Several.
1: Congratulations that with all the education you were doing. <laughs> yes, several.
0: So, yes, I, I started, I don't even remember when I started trying to run track or play basketball, but I think I've always kind of had that passion of being, you know, active and, you know, health and wellness and then being able to see some of the um, changes in women as I'm uh, brushing to that good old 4.0 on this year, and being able to say really there's some need some resources to help women keep, you know, active, mobile, and they can use that with running um and or walking. So really having that passion for like overall health and wellness.
1: And do you feel that was with you getting older yourself? And and like I said, you you had put your body through a whole lot during high school and college with not just track, but also basketball and And, you know, becoming a mother, giving birth and, you know, as we get older, our body just uh, treats us differently. Do you feel like you yourself getting older was the turning point for you to focus more into uh, this age group right now and really seeing how it is even more significant for us ladies who are, you know, in our 30s and 40s plus um, really focus on taking better care of ourselves?
0: Yeah, definitely, because I think that one of the largest growing segments of, of women trying to get more into running or walking or maybe completing their first 5K happened to be in that age group. Mm-hmm. So there's not really a lot of resources that say, guess what? All the plans I see on the teams are made for 21-year-old males. All of this right. such and such is on there. So nothing that was really customized to women, knowing the different body changes as we're going in to, you know, our bounce back is not quite as it is used to be, you know, there could be some stubborn weight gain. There could be some joint issues. I've had two right knee surgeries and some arthritis in my uh, right knee. So there may be other confounding factors on top of still in raising kids, still having families, spouses and stuff like that to be able to manage that time and then be able to make it that it's enjoyable for you to want to do it and not just get started and get burnt out or, you know, have some kind of injury or ache that slows you down as well.
1: I know for myself, you know, the 20 years that I was actually getting in the air force for me, one of the things that I miss now that I'm retired is having, you know, that whole group physical fitness and having the accountability and having a, you know, a workout partner, uh, you know, and access to, you know, health and wellness centers and nutritional coaches and all that. And, um, I know for yourself, you know, you do all that, but yourself, do you have a, an exercise partner or a coach or someone that you yourself go to? Um, and do you think it's important to have that, um, additional, um, avenues other than just saying, okay, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do that. Cause like I said, speaking for myself, I know it's always better if I have someone motivating me, holding <laughs> me accountable, but I, I, you know, I always wonder with you, but you know, who helps Letitia be accountable? Gotcha. Letitia's buddy, you
0: know? Yeah. I think early on, um, a couple years ago when I was just starting to run more uh, with long distance because I've always been a sprinter. So it was like, Hey, long distance, Uh -uh, I'm not doing that. But then start getting into my thirties and wanted more of a challenge and be able to say, what else can I challenge myself at?" when it's me? Essentially it's me against me when it comes to running long, longer distances. So early on, I did um, get help with a sports registered dietitian to help with one of my uh, first or second half marathon. The first half marathon was like got out there, was hot mess. We were doing whatever we need to do. Me and, uh, you know, Jonas, the her husband, we got out there. We made it through that training plan. We made it through the race, but it was not pretty. But the second one got more diligent and did um, did service of a registered dietitian. Uh, and then being able to find some resources where I work on uh, my strength and conditioning um, on myself as well. But yeah, definitely having <laughs> that, that coach that person that can lead you in the right direction. So you don't have to guess, you don't have to pick up random workouts. You don't have to figure out, hey, I got a, me- a late meeting or a kid event on this day and I'm supposed to run on this day. Do I switch it to the next day or do I skip it? So that's a lot of times where I'm seeing with ladies that when I am doing run coaching and or physical therapy with them is being able to not even realize that the value of the coaches, that accountability, that right. not having to guess on workouts, on being able to make those changes so that you don't um, get injured. So it doesn't have to be that you're training for a race. It's, hey, I need some mighty accountability and someone to use me as a guide when I'm just literally going from under the couch, sitting on the couch to completing uh, a 5K.
1: Now for yourself, like what is like your, your regular fitness routine or, or your running routine that you do for yourself?
0: Yeah, now I've really been focusing. My running hasn't been as much because I've been having a little more aches and aches and pains popping up with uh, knees and hips. So I actually try to make sure I spread out, spread those out, and doing two to three days a week where I'm doing um, run, run, walk, and then on most days of the week I do a 15 to 20 minute like um, strength program. So really uh, recognizing the value of including that strength as well as um, including Yoga and flexibility, and mobility, and those are really important keys. Um, especially as women in their late thirties, you know, forties, fifties, and beyond, is really recognizing that that added piece for balance is going to be having that strength and flexibility programs as well as um, obviously looking at your outlet for you know running and walking for cardio. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, for me, like I said, having an accountability coach is a wonderful thing, too. But on a day-to-day basis, what motivates you to, you know, get up and do your two to three times a week or do your strength training? Yeah, I I think I Recognize that I can, you know, that allows me
0: to be my best self. So I continue to do all the things like you always say, you're always doing something, you got all these hats on. (laughs) And I have, I end up wearing a lot of hats, but I know if I stick that time in where I don't have to say, oh, I need a whole hour, hour and a half or two hours, that doesn't necessarily fit into my type of scheduling. It's like, I know I have that 15 minutes there. I know I have 30, 40, 45 minutes there to try to schedule. One. And it gets hard for me too, because sometimes I have to literally write in my schedule on my calendar to give me that alert that it's time to do um, you know, a midday break to do some meditation. Mm-hmm. It's time to do some exercise and movement. It's time to step away from the computer and working on things uh, with business wise. So really a lot of planning. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, can you share um, some of the common myths or misconceptions that a lot of your clients over the age of 35 have heard, you know, like, you know, I know for me, I'm always like, well, you know, I don't have enough time or, you know, I'm too old to do that particular exercises, because I know some of these exercises that are coming out and these boot camps and all that I'm like, honey. I am too old. <laughs> my body does not move like that. But I do know it because I'm, you know, you're about to be 40, you know, and I'm closer to 50. As we get older, I know it's really it's just so many different misconceptions that come out that I'm just to me sometimes it's overwhelming. It's so it seems like it's more um myths and misconceptions that get me to think, well, I can't do this. You know. Yeah, so-
0: I think probably. Some some common things to see is that um, I have this ache or pain just because I'm older or mm-hmm. um, I'm old. Now that I'm older now, I'm not going to be able to run or walk or start a program. You know, I, I should have did that when I was younger mm-hmm. or I'm just because I'm older, I'm going to gain weight or my metabolism is going to slow down and I'm just going to gain weight. That's just the part of being older. All those are definitely like you said, would be myths you know, with, with appropriate training and getting a plan of action and following. And like you said, if you need that extra accountability, having that all those things, you can back yourself out of all those things so that you can kind of reverse some of those changes that occur with aging, but really the things that occur with aging, a lot of them have to do with us being less active, sitting more, and we're not as active and as mobile as we were when maybe we were younger and doing a lot more things. So some of those changes are just lifestyle related. Mm-hmm. So we can, you know, change a lot of things lifestyle wise, and we can really still be looking and feeling fabulous, 40, 50 and beyond.
1: Um, throughout this, you know, like you've been doing this since you were a very young, young lady, um, to now, is there anything that you would tell your, uh, younger self, uh, that you've learned,
0: Uh, I know it's one of those things. Like, if I knew what I knew then, you know, now, (laughs) or you know how, like, our dad says, you know, back in my young days, and I knew back in my young days, I think that uh, I think what the a lot of times is slow down. That's probably one of the one things I'm playing. Was like slow down, take time to, you know, like I said, slow down and smell the roses type deal, and be able to. work on making, establishing like now it's harder as you got older to establish even sometimes some of that fitness, that exercise, that mental health time in there, slowing down to be able to establish some of those things. Cause you can get so caught up in the go, go, go. And I'm in training for this and I'm training for that, or I'm going to this event and all. And then you really have to take that time to, to set aside, um, for the whole self is also in that, that mental health um, brain as well, too.
1: Because yeah. I do you know, as a as a mother and a wife, sometimes we're so busy taking care of everybody else that we don't take care of ourselves. And I know as I've gotten older, I definitely understand and appreciate the importance of self-care. But sometimes I think, especially as women, we're like, well, we don't have time to self-care because we got to take care of everybody else. And that's, I know on myself, I'm really like, I, it's okay. It's okay <laughs> to take care of yourself because you can't take everybody else, care of everybody else if you don't take care um, of yourself. And I have a lot of friends that are in my age group, you know, and that's what they've, they've turned to physical fitness or yoga or running or, and that's their time. You know, that's their time to, you know, decompress, get away from the family, kids, work, you know, and it's, you know, it has uh, been positive for them. Um, to yes, definitely. I know a lot of ladies that basically run, run to keep the
0: crazy away.
1: Right, right. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, what what advice would you give to other women that are stuck or Um, and I know we've kind of briefly touched on that or want to accomplish a goal. Um, is there any advice or any motivation or any, um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Any programs that you would suggest?
0: Okay. Yeah. I think the main thing is obviously the first step is yes, you're motivated to do it, but you don't have the exact plan and and foresight to look at. And that is you know, for me is basically one would be finding an accountability partner. Um, Another one would definitely be is um, use a health investment into a run coach, a health coach, um, trainer, whatever it may be, so that you can get started on the right foot and just don't hop into, hey, I pulled out the random plan for off of Google or my friend that's been running or walking for a while. I'm just going to hop in and jump with her. I've seen a lot of times where people have jumped in and did those things and then they get burnt out. Then they have an ache or pain. Then they have where they're frustrated. So I would definitely say, hey, get find someone that has more knowledge than you. So that help you can you know lead and guide you on that right path.
1: Mm-hmm. And just like and, and as far as you as I know with your run coaching, I think it's so important to have a coach or a trainer that really understands your individual needs and can personalize the program. Because like you said, especially as we get older, everybody has different aches, pains, issues, things like that. And it's just not cookie cutter. It's not just, you know, back in the day, you know, put in this DVD and follow that and everybody will look the same way and everybody's gonna lose the same amount of weight and all that. And that's just really untruths that are put out in the healthcare industry that is one size fits all or one magic pill or one magic, you know, um marathon is going to um is going to fix everything. So that's one thing I know and in, in the years that you have helped me is Um, because I have had the opposite where, you know, it's just been that kind of, everybody go to the same class and the military used to do that. We sit in the same class, a group of people all (laughs) looking at each other and, you know, it's just standardized information that's put up there. And I would sit in these classes and be like, that doesn't fit me at all whatsoever, Mm -hmm. you know, or I have this individual. Yes, that exercise looks great, but can you really show me a true modified version of it? Um, and not just okay, everybody, not everybody, and you know to this day, I still can't do a good uh push up because my the and dunk is too high in the air, as I've been told all the time. So I try my hardest, and so you know you were able to find show me a modified way to do it that made sense, and I was able um to do it, so you know, I definitely recommend people understand the importance of having a someone like you said has more experience and knowledge um, that you have. Um, well, sis, I just so appreciate it. I think your audience should, uh, get to learn a little bit about you. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions so people can get to know Dr. Letitia before we (laughs) sign off. Um, and I'll just go quickly over just some, you know, some cute little silly things. So people get to, uh, get to know you better. So what is your favorite book or movie?
0: Um, I don't really have. A favorites per se, but if I had to choose one or the other, then I would say I'm probably more into books and that's audiobooks more than movies. But favorite movie would probably be uh, Love and Basketball. No, let me take that back. <laughs> Not Love and Basketball. I would say over very close would be A League of Their Own. I would probably put that above. I
1: would say if I, I, that's what I, as soon as I asked you that, I assumed <laughs> you were going to say a league of their own because I, Lord knows how many times you've watched that movie.
0: Yeah. Too many.
1: Um, And then look, uh, if people don't know you by now, look, I can even say that. Uh, which do you prefer, coffee or tea? Oh, coffee all day. All day. I know. <laughs> Um and okay here's one that you'll have to think about what is your favorite genre of music Ooh mm. I would have to it's very
0: close between probably like 90s R&B would probably be up there and also I like smooth jazz as well so those are very very close
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is a little bit more, uh, personal. Do we like to go commando or do we have a favorite type of panties that we like? <laughs> uh, I would say
0: recently we'll go with commando. Girl, me too. And if yes. I could go braless, I would too on a yeah. daily basis
1: outside my home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you prefer to eat? Burgers or tacos? Taco, tacos, yes. All day a taco with what? Oh, a margarita. You already yes, know. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Well, here's something that our audience may not know. Do you have any piercings or tattoos?
0: Um, I would probably say I'm now currently a tattoo junkie now. So my my, my number is increasing on the on the tattoo float now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, I definitely know uh that one um and do you think that people find you more weird or more crazy or just silly uh, oh i i'm gonna go I'm gonna go crazy yes.
0: <laughs> and
1: a good thing crazy crazy it's crazy good a good crazy, crazy good yeah <laughs> yes all right well, what is your and I know we're supposed to be eating healthier and not having as many condiments, but what's your favorite condiment? that you like to use now
0: Mm, um I'm really all about now about that vegan mayo there's a chipotle spicy vegan mayo that like you can put feel like you can put on everything but you can only find it certain places so I it's sometimes hard for me to find it but yeah it's it's pretty good
1: (laughs) I know you always tease me with that chipotle and I never I've added that one time (laughs) And it is good, this is good crack. I will agree with that. It does take everything much better. Okay. Uh, final fun fact. Are you a Netflix girl or Hulu girl?
0: Ooh, I have both, but I would say I'm probably more Hulu.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, I'm trying to, I, I, I think I need to explore more Hulu on my stuff. I, I think I've burnt out Netflix myself. Yes. I was like, I'm running out of time on Netflix. Close. It's very know, close, look, It was so bad the other day. I was looking up, you, you know, you can look up Netflix codes and it unlocks more movies under oh, a specific no. genre. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm so desperate. I did that the other day. Cause you know, I'm all about my crime shows.
0: So. You have seen them all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was really doing something, asking me about this one, Joe. And you're like, oh, yes, I've seen that <laughs> 10 years ago.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, thank you again um, for having me, allowing me to inter- interview you. Um, my final question would be, um, do you have a favorite saying, quote, or scripture that you use to m- motivate, inspire, or encourage yourself? Um, That was funny
0: because I asked people this. I've been asking people, several people this. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really have one, but I found one recently that I really like. And it is every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. And that's by Harriet Tubman. Oh, wow.
1: mm-hmm. That's a good one. That needs to be on a T-shirt. Yes, mm, I'll make some, <laughs> well, and you know, now is the time to do a wonderful plug for, you know, you know, I always be telling you, you're my sister that has so many hats and so many things. But I am in awe of the passion that you have um for um commitment to health and fitness for everyone. but specifically, um I, I'm just impressed your passion that you have for women because, like you said, so many things are out there are so centered towards men and are not um, um, marketed in in the correct way to really benefit us, us females in today's society. Um, so is there any business you'd like to tell us about? or Okay. Program well, see, since that you're, you're starting. Yes. <laughs> that so I need so if to sign listening. up for.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you're listening to the podcast, you obviously know this is Runners University podcast for women focused on age 35 and above. And I'm a certified run coach, nutrition coach, and a licensed physical therapist with a practice in Indianapolis, Indiana that is also virtual and in person. So if you are wanting to begin a run program or you've been running for a while and you've been stuck in a rut and trying to figure out what some things you need to do to optimize your running just for your health and wellness, optimize your nutrition or your training for an event, then definitely reach out. I will put the link in the show notes to set up a free virtual consult so that we can help you set up a plan of action and reach your goals in health and wellness?
1: Okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm always there for it, ma'am. I'm always there. Um, But uh, once again, thank you um, for having me um, and much success um, to you all, of course, as you continue down to this road of getting us ladies in shape so we can be fabulous in whatever age or whatever decade that we're in. So thank you so much for having me and
0: of course. Wonderful.
1: All right, ladies, thank you again for joining me for this
0: episode. And remember, go out there. Girl, do the thing. Until next time. Hey, girl, thanks for listening to the show today. If you're new to running or tired of trying to search Dr. Google on the best ways to begin and continue running without giving up or getting burnt out, then head over to www.runnersuniversity.com c-o slash get started to grab my bulletproof running guide for women you got this girl do your thing music produced by king music check them out y'all